0: Hey moms, have you been looking for a fantastic high school science resource? Well, today I'm going to be sharing my favorite one of all time. Welcome everyone to the Dorinda Wilson podcast. I'm Dorinda, wife to one, mom to eight, Nana to nine. Nope. Nope. Wait, we just found out grandbaby number 10 is on the way. Super excited about that. Um, I am also the author of three books, The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling, Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, which is a devotional that I wrote specifically for homeschooling moms, and The Four-Hour School Day, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Homeschool Life. And right now, you can receive a free digital download of my devotional, Encouraging a Homeschool Heart, which is the companion devotional to the four-hour school day. And You can get that for free by subscribing to my monthly newsletter. I'll include a link in the show notes for that. And lastly, if you would like me to speak at your favorite homeschool conference in 2024, please be sure to reach out to the leaders at your conference and let them know. I can reach out to them, but they actually care more about what their attendees want. So let them know if you'd like me to be at the next conference. And of course, you guys know I love CTC math. Um, I don't know if you've tried it yet with your child or with your children, but here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six kids using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you're doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. So if you're looking for a great online math program, moms, visit ctcmath.com That's ctcmath.com, and I'll be leaving a link in the show notes for that. Okay, moms, I am really excited about today's podcast. Um, I have been wanting to have this particular guest on for quite some time because our family has benefited tremendously from what he has to offer. Now, I don't know about you, but I am not particularly science-minded and science was never my favorite topic. So the thought of teaching high school science or even finding a quality resource that was creation-based and was doable for our family was particularly intimidating. For me, um, however, when we discovered the 101 series, it was an absolute game changer. Almost all um, of almost all of it could be in de- done independently. The plan was easy to follow and included videos, and not the typical, uh, you know, dry teaching videos, um, which made it so much more interesting for our high schoolers. And of course, one of the best things about it is that it is creation based. Now, after using it with pretty much All eight of our kids, I happened across a... a review of the series given by a former high school science teacher turned homeschool mom. And I thought, well, this will be interesting to see what her perspective is. She gave it glowing reviews, um, mentioning the fact that the 101 series contains all the essential elements of a solid high school credit, which made me even happier that we used it. So um, just encouraging you, if you decide to use this, just know that you're getting a a quality high school science credit. For Your Child. Um, Today's guest is Wes Olson. He's the producer of the 101 series, an educational film series created primarily for the homeschooling community. They have released four films so far, Biology 101, uh, Biology According to the Days of Creation, Chemistry 101, An Overview of God's Chemical World, Physics 101, The Mechanics of God's Physical World, and General Science 101, touring God's Mansion of Science. Wes and his wife, Tammy, have been homeschooling for, get this, you guys, 35 years and have four grown children and nine grandchildren. Wes attended the University of Southern California Film School and has been involved with educational film production since the 1990s. They're currently working on their fifth film, World History 101. Wow. I This is so exciting. Wes, welcome. Welcome to the podcast.
1: I appreciate being I'm, here.
0: I am so thankful that you're here. So you're launching into history now. Uh, yeah. In fact, I
1: think world history was uh, something that I've been trying to get through since I, before I did biology, but oh, science wow. kept getting in the way. And, right, uh, right. And uh So finally, when we finished the last one, general science, I thought that okay, I I think it's time to move on and and uh, and and do this. So so that's what we're doing now.
0: Well, I personally am really glad that you completed the whole science series.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm glad that you're glad.
0: (laughs) I know there are lots of other homeschool moms out there who are glad as well. Um, But I'm just going to start with a a very basic question because it's always great to get a little bit of background on. How these things come about, you know. I've noticed that um, there are actually several curriculums out there that were created by a homeschooling parent who basically was like, "I can't find what I want, so I'm going to create it." And I thought, "What a, what a homeschool thing to do, right?" That's right, exactly. Light- right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, tell us what the one hundred and one series is about and why you started it.
1: Well, that's exactly right. It was uh, so we've been home. Well, we finished homeschooling now because our youngest, uh, Hannah, has just graduated. Okay, well, a couple of years ago. So, right. um, I don't know if homeschooling's ever done because now we have grandchildren, <laughs> and this just keeps <laughs> it just keeps going. It does.
0: It keeps going. Yes. Yeah,
1: but we're not. But it's not as it's not as intense as it was. But back right. in the day, you know, 15 so years ago, Tammy was my wife she got to the point where she was ready to do science and biology. And she was very frustrated with this. And I remember that she was saying, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, uh, it's like science is sold by the pound of the book. And um,
0: (laughs) Boy, that is a really good statement. That is so true. Well, that was her
1: frustration. And she Mm -hmm. said, you know, we're, we're, she would often say, I feel like we're dying on a page. You Mm. get to a point and (laughs) it just wasn't sinking in. And she said, because I had been doing corporate videos for, I don't know, Decade plus, right? And uh, she said, "Why don't you make a biology curriculum?" And I said, "I I could think of several reasons why not to do that." Exactly. uh, But uh, several things colluded against me, and we there was a film festival, a Christian film festival that opened up in uh, Southern California, and she very much encouraged me to put in this 12 minute short film. And so, in like a day and a half, I wrote this short film called. It was a biology film called "From Genesis to Genes," and we ended up winning the creation category at that film festival. Right?
0: Wow! Wow! So then
1: we were then we were holding this thing, saying, "Okay, what are we going to do with this?" Because we had several companies wanting us wanting to buy this from us, wanting to us right. to go forward with it. So we decided, based on that, to do the whole biology uh, section.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: the, the driving idea was that I mean, there's lots of textbooks, and there's other video curriculum, but, um, we needed something that was, that was easy to use that she could essentially put down and that, and that, and that our kids could watch it, that it was mm-hmm. understandable, that it was mm-hmm. biblically based, that it was right. visually interesting, that it would hold mm-hmm. their interest, one boring, and that it, uh, not only got the, the science across, but was also, um, also biblically based. And there was a driving idea that was behind all that. So that's, that's kind of, that's how biology started. And mm-hmm. then I wanted to move on to world history right after that, <laughs> but the mom said no. Okay. So we were getting email after email saying, do chemistry and physics
0: next. Yes.
1: So we did. So we did. Wow. So we we, wow. we were originally going to do that as one, but they broke into two and we did chemistry, then we did physics, and then we- did all the sciences with the general mm-hmm. science general science includes the natural sciences which is a, a brief interview uh, interview uh, introduction to uh, you know biology chemistry physics and earth sciences mm-hmm. all the earth sciences and then we took on the social sciences including uh, sociology and psychology oh, um, cool. economics we took mm-hmm. on um, uh, applied science and formal science which is more of the mm-hmm. logic and math, and an introduction to all those. So that covered like a history, all the sciences. And wow. that's how
0: that all got started. That is fantastic. You know, the, um, now the general science is the last one that you did, right? Right. We just released Okay. It. Yeah. yeah. That one just released. I was really excited about that because, I, you know, just having another one in the series to be able to point moms back to because- you know, that's a great, I feel like that's a great place to start, to start with general science. And then if I they want to move into yeah. the higher, the other ones, that's that's great. But yeah, I was so glad that you had done that. So the guidelines that you have for making these films, you mentioned obviously creation-based. What, what what else were did you have for guidelines when it came to making well, these?
1: Well, uh, when you say, you know, creation-based never really entered my head. Uh, what really entered my head was fear. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I had the distinct and still do uh, idea that if i was going to do biology that i was going to stand and this still drives everything all the all the all the uh, research that goes into the films i had the distinct impression i was going to stand before god and mm-hmm. he was going to say okay wes i gave you the ability to teach biology to all these people what did you do Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh my goodness, you know, what do I want to say? And so I thought, okay, the issue is this, how would Jesus teach biology? Not what would mm-hmm. Jesus do? What would right. Jesus teach? Right. If he was here right, right now and he had, the, he had the same issue I had, you have to teach biology. There was no question in my mind uh, that he would teach it according to the days of creation because mm. that is how he taught it. That is how he saw his Bible. So I felt I was on pretty, pretty strong ground that if I was wrong, he'd have to right. explain to me why that was wrong.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: So that's what drives it. It's the the issue is this. How would Jesus teach physics? How would Jesus mm-hmm. teach world history? How mm-hmm. would Jesus teach chemistry?
0: Mm-hmm. And I think
1: there is an answer to those. And that's how we that's the driving idea behind it. everything I that love we research. That.
0: I love yeah. that. I love that. I I remember so vividly my, uh, especially my older kids going through uh, biology and having my younger, the youngest one, who I think is maybe five at the time or something. We'd be sitting around the dinner table, and he'd start spouting off all kinds of things that you had said on these DVDs. Oh 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 because, me! Oh. Yes, you had said because he oh. was just absorbing it. He found fa- he great. found it interesting. He was like maybe. I want to say maybe kindergarten first second grade, but he was grasping right. so much of it, and right. which I thought was so cool because here he was getting this at such an early age, and of course he's a he's just picking up on what's interesting to him. Yes, exactly. Which you know, then is going to stick, and it, it was just yeah, it was such a great great experience, and so he just starts spouting off all this stuff at the table. And we're like, what?
1: You know, that <laughs> is sounded, not yeah, that is not an unknown. Uh, a testimony that we get quite often from moms just Mm -hmm. like you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, we wrote it not only with that issue about Christ in mind, but we are also interested in, you know, to some degree, all these films are being written to satisfy my curiosity. Like I'm interested in this stuff. And so I wonder what does this mean? And, uh, and that's why it usually takes a long time to write these. I mean, sure. uh, they average about 7,000 hours each to to finish wow. each one of these things. So they're mm-hmm. they're a long, it's not just a talking head. It takes a long time mm-hmm. to get to the real issue of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we wanted the whole family to be able to sit down and watch this.
0: Yes, um, yes. And, and you totally accomplished that. I mean, and we, we can we do that a lot. I love that. I think that's, that's huge, especially in the, you know, when it comes to the demographics of, you know, homeschooling families, you know, we're yeah. doing as many things as we can together as a family. And so if we can right. be having discussions about science that, you know, are interesting because we have all participated in the same, you know, DVD or whatever, it can right. be such a great uh, conversational topic for the for the family to be co- sort of centered around and I I agree. I just love that. I love that anything that brings the family together specifically into conversation I I just find highly valuable because I think that's something that's really lacking um currently in a lot of families and yeah. um Homeschooling families, of course, tend to be better at it, but we're always looking for ways to, you know, to be able to stay cohesive because there's so many things trying to pull us apart. Absolutely. Um, so, it's great to have a, a curriculum like this that is is so family-oriented and family-based. Um, so, you right. are a filmmaker and not a scientist. We want to clarify that.
1: Or, yeah, <laughs> right. That's my training is in filmmaking. And, okay. and when I took this on, I realized that... Um, what I was going to need. You got, you have no credibility. You have credibility as a filmmaker and being able to take ideas and make them coherent. Um, and part of the research is what I call triangulating. Make sure that every time that you get some bit of information that it's because there's so much stuff on the internet, you can get anything on the internet. Oh yeah. Uh, so what I had to do is I had to find content experts what I call content experts in, bi- in mm-hmm. the fields of biology, chemistry, physics, and each of the sciences that not only were willing to work with me and, and uh, understand what their that they were experts in this field, say chemistry mm-hmm. or biology, but they also had to be somebody and it's not easy to find these people that were sympathetic not only to my theology but also to what i the uh the audience that I was talking to, particularly homeschooling moms, a lot right, of them, right. you know, if they if they were willing to work, they didn't like homeschooling. They didn't like Christianity. They didn't like a lot of mm. things. So mm-hmm. it, I had to find technical experts and uh, for each one of these areas. And then they would work with me through the whole process of uh, script writing and of when I uh, submitted the film. And then they would make changes, whatever. Uh, ultimately, I, I made sure that the film was technically to the point where they would be willing to put their name on it. And right. uh, that's how I straightened out the science part of this. Um, mm-hmm. They were unable to make the film because they didn't get the, how to make it interesting. Right. Uh, I was kind of the bridge between their technical experts and the ability to make it interesting.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because there's a lot of very uninteresting science curriculum and information out there. It's, it's, and I think that's, yeah. And I think that's where I, that's what I appreciated so much is that it just, I'm not I'm not a super, you know, like science isn't my favorite topic, but I found these DVDs really interesting, and I could sit and watch them. I had to like make myself go do other things. Right, you know, there's
1: (laughs) a uh, there's an uh, one of the driving ideas, and I think the reason that you might find and other families find them interesting is um, we wrote them to be conceptual in nature. That Mm -hmm. means there's a there's a basic idea behind every um uh discipline that is the foundation that you need to grasp in your head and conceptually to get your arms around before you understand the the technical parts or the more difficult mm-hmm. parts. And every science has that. And it, it, in some ways, in some ways the 101 series is is kind of a cheat because I took all the best parts, all the easiest mm-hmm. parts, all the mm-hmm. fun parts, all the fascinating parts, and I left all the hard parts for somebody else. <laughs>
0: I, yeah, I would agree with that. I I I think those are actually thoughts that I had when I was watching. It was like, oh, I didn't know science could be so interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it is. It's, you know, sometimes I'd see parents, and I often thought that science is like a, it's kind of like a playground. And imagine having a kid go to a playground, a really nice playground, and they walk away from that saying, I hated it. That was mm-hmm. terrible. That was the worst right. experience of my life. I'm never going to a <laughs> playground again. You'd think,
0: okay, something bad
1: happened between the child right. and the playground here. Right,
0: yes, and I think that has happened a lot with science. Um, so can you tell us um, what? how is it different from other science curricula? Because I know that a lot of my listeners may not have, have heard. I have mentioned any time that I could and any time that I was talking about science, I've always mentioned the 101 series, but not right. everyone I've got a lot of new listeners, so they're maybe going to know what the difference would be from what you have to offer in other science curriculum.
1: Well, you know, when I get that question, one of the, and I, every now and then, Tammy gets the questions now because I used to get the questions and now I'm working on something else. But we generally direct, the first thing we do is direct somebody to the website and say, look, Mm -hmm. the the introduction of all four of these is on there. And because this is so visually driven, uh, the best way to, to understand what we're doing is just to go watch the introduction of one of these things Mm -hmm. and see Mm -hmm. if that's going to be a fit for your, watch it with your, one of your kids and see if they think it's interesting.
0: Um,
1: So, but that's the, that's the first thing is that, is that it's visually interesting and Mm -hmm. the, and there's, so something has to capture your interest and it has to be a win. And that's one of the things we are looking for, for each one of these sciences was a guaranteed win. Mm. when somebody was doing, I mean, can you imagine a guaranteed win in chemistry? Yeah. But uh, yeah, we that's were looking imagine. for
0: that. It is. Yeah. But
1: <laughs> I think what I was looking for, and, and I didn't write it to say, okay, what's a guaranteed win for them? The question is, what was a guaranteed win for me? Because like, mm-hmm. let's just take chemistry. I had, as growing up, I, for some reason, I had the periodic table in my room all the time. And I looked at that thing and it was, it was a puzzle to me. Mm-hmm. And I liked it, and I thought there was, something, there was something about it. But I always wondered, why does it look the way it does? What does it all mean? How mm-hmm. did it come across that way? Could I have built a periodic table that way? Who invented mm-hmm. this thing? So mm-hmm. when I came to chemistry, what I was after was to satisfy my curiosity about this world. Mm-hmm. not to satisfy a sense of somebody else's thinking about what I needed to know about chemistry mm-hmm. right, or what right. the families needed to know about chemistry. I was wondering, what what does this mean? How did we ever get this in the first place? What were the, mm-hmm. there had to have been a series of steps that eventually led us to a periodic table of the elements. What were those steps? What is the What are the stories there that got us to this periodic table and what does it mean? Mm-hmm. and those are the stories that i was interested in telling in chemistry because it gives you a foundation a, a real solid standing about why this thing looks the way it does and what this means in the bigger picture and from right. there you know you can go on to do other things but that's really one of the differences that drives the 101 series is is it satisfies your curiosity about this World without mm-hmm. bogging you down in the details that tends to either leave you behind or make you feel like you're somehow uh, uh, not very smart, right? Like, you know, right. physics. You know, how can I understand right. gravity? Oh, I can't understand gravity. I'm not very smart. Well, you
0: actually mm-hmm. can, and
1: mm-hmm. here's here's what it is.
0: Um, right. That's right. really it sounds the difference. Like you came in satisfying your own curiosity. You actually asked questions that maybe. We have, but didn't realize we had. I, I think, you know, just the questions you mentioned. I was like, yeah, that that actually gives meaning. What you were when you were describing the periodic table and how did they come up with that? And why is it in that order? And those kinds of yeah. things. Those are the those are the questions that give that particular thing meaning and i think, I think that so. is something that can really be lacking in a lot of curriculum is 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 meaning and uh, so i love that i love i love that that's the way you think
1: that <laughs> is the way i think <laughs> and, and it can be and it can be good and bad cuz it, it's almost like a um, pathological curiosity
0: right <laughs> Well that's a good thing, right <laughs> okay, let's say it's a good thing. We're gonna call it a good thing because it is yes. really good for the rest of us who are enjoying the the series <laughs> okay okay so what films have you made are these the only films you've obviously you were a filmmaker before so right. tell us a little bit about the films you made um, and what is general science um, and what does that mean those are kind of two maybe slightly separate questions but okay do you well those? as far
1: as filmmaking I don't make drama films I don't think I ever will right. those are right. Uh, it astonishes me how many people do that, but mm-hmm. the amount of effort that goes into that and that what you get is a two hour story, I think, right. oh my goodness, you know, it, maybe you get one or two lessons out of that. I'd much rather right. do you know, curriculum and put my sure. effort in there. So outside of corporate films, which is really the foundation of what I did for 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. um, we started okay, with can biology. Can I stop you
0: for just a second? You Tell may. me what a, co- what is a corporate film? I don't know if I've ever heard that term
1: okay well, um somehow filmmaking has always been part of my psyches. I've always thought in those terms, and years ago um filmmaking made a transition from what was called like analog filmmaking where you'd you know mm-hmm. you film it with a camera, then you'd cut the film into pieces to where right. we started uh making it on computers right so now you edit a video and it's all on computers and everybody just you know that's just second nature. Well, as far as filmmaking goes, well, I was right there at that transition point. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I knew that there was an opportunity to go to corporations. I was Mm -hmm. in Portland, Oregon before it lost its mind at the time. And, (laughs) and uh, there was lots of corporations there. And I knew that they, I, I thought they had a need. Mm -hmm. like safety films, uh, So a corporate, a corporate film is a corporation has, they usually have a gizmo and they, they want to do a film on this gizmo and they want to sell this thing. And I wanted to do that film for them. And so that's what I did for 10, 12 years. I went Mm -hmm. around to these corporations and I made their, their product videos or their, uh, educational videos or their safety videos. And I did that for until, until I moved, until I left Portland. So that's a corporate video. Right. Okay so, okay, so I did those, and then I stopped for a long time because I got burned out with doing corporate videos.
0: Sure.
1: And um, and then this opportunity came for this film festival, and when Tammy said, you need to do this, so right. I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we started with Biology 101. Those are the four films, the ones that you mentioned, biology, chemistry, okay. physics, and general science. And what is general science? <coughs> general science, excuse me, goes back. It really – forms the foundation for what science is, what science mm-hmm. isn't mm-hmm. and uh there's a lot of misconception about whats there's almost an idolatry of science today, right, and so we demystify. What science is, and we tend to want in this film, general science, we put science, I believe, in its proper place, which is a small Mm. place. It's a Mm -hmm. small little box, and it's very Mm. obvious what science is when you see it and what it can do and what it can't do. And then we apply that to all the sciences – uh, the, and there's many sciences, but we basically break it down to like 13 sciences, including the, what I mentioned earlier, the natural sciences, mm-hmm, right. all the way to the social sciences. And we categorize mm-hmm. them and try to give the the family, the student, a a, a framework in their minds. About how to think about science, so when they see something, when they hear mm-hmm. something that mm-hmm. says it's like, science,
0: like they know where the
1: to, science. Like follow the science. <laughs> they know what that means. They know right? they, they know where that leads. They know where that comes mm-hmm. from, And they have a paradigm uh, on which to put th- things like that. Mm-hmm. That's what general science mm-hmm. does
0: which these days is so important. I mean, after the last few years, like I I can see where moms are going, what is science again? Because I'm, (laughs) I'm confused, you know, with everything that's been flying around. So I love that this is giving that foundation. I, I mean, I think as a mom, I would sit back down and go through all of it with my kids because, um, I've actually got one left at home and he's, um, he was diagnosed with autism and, uh, he was actually making really really good progress and then um something some, some sort of switch flipped i don't know what happened so anyway we've had to sort of put everything on the back burner, um, for this school year, but we're planning on diving back in again. He's doing better. Um, and I'm in my mind, even as we're talking, thinking general science, he would love this. We could watch these DVDs together. I would love to see them. So yeah, I'll be, I'll be calling you. Um, there's a lot of, there's
1: a, there's a lot of, there's a, in homeschooling, there's a lot of, uh, switches that get flipped.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And fortunately, because we're homeschooling, we can be flexible. He was in his junior year, um, so we had to put a senior year on hold, and that's okay. It's like everything's fine. It doesn't matter. There's no pressure to, you know, do something that you can't do this year. Um, Yeah, exactly. But There's a way to fight.
1: Yeah, I agree. And in homeschooling, there's a way to fight that pressure. Uh, Yes. The pressure is always there. There's always this, uh, and every homeschooler is going to deal with this, this, Mm this pressure that somehow we're supposed to like emulate the government schools. Cause that's right. Wh- that's what we grew that's up with. do mm-hmm. And uh, even after years of homeschooling, you still feel that, uh, once you get past that, you know, am I doing enough? You know, what's going to happen to my kids? Are they going <laughs> right. to turn out well? Right. right. Know, what happened? So, uh, and that's, yeah. uh, you,
0: that's know, you just she- went through the the list of questions that I talk about all the time. People, moms are like, I, am I doing enough? Am I going to yeah. ruin my kids? And yeah, Um, Yeah, those are always the big questions or they're feeling inadequate. And so, again- I'm wheeling this back around to the 101 series. It really right. was like, it took that pressure off for me. Um, I knew that we wanted to homeschool through high school. I wasn't going to do all this work investing in our kids and then go send them to high school. Right. Um, so I was like, okay, we're going to figure this out. And so thankfully, you know, we found this early on. And um, yeah, like I said, such a blessing. So I'm looking forward to to seeing the general science one. Okay, okay so tell us a little bit about how uh, people have responded to the series. Like what kind of feedback you've received?
1: Uh, I got the feedback that we continually get is so positive. It's like, mm-hmm. that's enough to make me do another film. Right. It's, um, the, if I was to summarize the emails that we get and they, they go to Tammy and then she sends it to me and that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And she goes, here's yeah. uh, it, the, <laughs> the, the, the summary goes like this. My daughter hated science mm. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what we were going to do. Now she wants to be a scientist. And, <laughs> she, and it's like, oh, all right, somebody's figured out how to have fun in the playground. Um, that is awesome. It is. And, you know, a lot of people, they, 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 you look at this and you say, well, oh, come on. Now, how am I going to get a DVD? And that's right. going to teach me everything about chemistry. Well, it's not going to mm-hmm. teach you everything about chemistry. What it's going to do is it's going to give you a love for chemistry. Mm -hmm. And it's going to give you, it's going to help you love the one who created chemistry. Mm -hmm. And once you have that foundation, once you, it's kind of like if you have a food that you've never eaten before, like green eggs and ham, and you finally try it and go, hey, you know something? I had a great experience with this. The next time that you have that food, if it's not so good and you don't really like it, you go, oh, that's nothing like that you always fall back on the foundation of the joy that you had at that first time. And these are like that. If, if this is their exposure to chemistry, they will enjoy it. They'll have a, they'll have a good experience with it so -hmm. that when they're done, they go, you know something, I like chemistry.
0: Mm -hmm. And somebody can Mm -hmm. say
1: something, they go, well, I don't know what you're talking about, but let me tell you about this. I had a great time with chemistry and they'll never forget that. And then they can build on that if they want.
0: Absolutely. It's, it's, it's what I call a healthy connection, Mm. with a particular topic, a healthy connection with learning, a healthy connection with chemistry, you know, something similar happened. Uh, One of our boys, um, he took a chemistry class and it was just, it was at a a homeschool co-op thing that we went to. Right. And he was just taking, he, he, I don't remember why. I think he thought, well, this will be interesting and we'll give it a try. We'll see if we like it um, in a classroom setting. And so he did that. And the teacher was an older gentleman who was retired. He was on his way to retirement. He was just sort of, this is sort of a a stopping point before he was fully retired. And he made an announcement the, the first day of class and just basically said, you know, I've been teaching for 40 years. I'm tired. Tired of te- I'm tired of grading papers, so I apologize ahead of time. But here's what we're going to do: we're just going to hit the highlights of chemistry, and they weren't going to get bogged down in a bunch of bookwork, busy work, that kind of thing. And to this day, our son says that was one of his favorite classes because yeah. he had time to ask questions. You know, when a statement was made or there was information given, he had the margin to. Do what you mentioned earlier, sort of ask those meaningful questions and then go ferret out the answers. And right. to this day, he's he's not really doing anything chemic, you know, chemistry related as far as a career, right. but he still finds it super interesting, has a healthy relationship with it. So yeah, that's a definitely, you know, example of of how that exactly. happens. And um, yeah, and it's exactly. a great thing. Yeah. So um a question some moms might be thinking is how can a DVD cover all of these science topics um, and how comprehensive is the film content and how does it compare to say a textbook on the same topic? Not that I'm interested in a textbook, but there may be a mom out there who is.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. That's a real common question. And, and first of all, it weighs about one of a textbook.
0: Right. There you so go. It's,
1: so so the, just, the, just the mass itself is less. So right. the... There are parents out there and we, we, we get them from time to time. And Mm -hmm. because that's what their focus is. And that's okay. I mean, unless it's driving, unless it's driving their family down, if their family can deal with it, that's great. I mean, there's these families that, you know, I got my PhD before I was 12.
0: All of my siblings did. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, we weren't that family. (laughs) No,
1: but you know, there have to be those families so that everybody else is in the middle. Right. Um, So, 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 Every now and then, some family says, "You know, it just wasn't enough. We had to we mm-hmm. had to supplement it with something." And people supplement it all the time, but it becomes the foundation. It's right. the introduction to these mm-hmm. to these disciplines. It's the introduction to biology because you know you're going to get it um, from a, a biblical foundation, and you're going to get the science right. Or and if nothing else, it's going to cause you to think. But if you have something that you can trust, it's the foundation. You can build on that if you want to Accident. add a textbook. And I, we have mm-hmm. parents that then will take a different kind of textbook, and then they'll they'll use uh, the 101 series as the sink, as the foundation, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then they'll fit stuff in there as they want to. To they Perfect. they want to focus more on some particular topic. I sure. I don't know. I don't know why dissection is the issue, but it is. <laughs> Just to let you know, there's no dissection in biology. There's a right. section in the guidebook that you can. In the accreditation book, that you can dissect a fish if you want, right? Right. But knowing how to dissect a fish is not going to teach you everything about biology, not the foundation, not the concepts. But there's a lot of people out there that torture, you know, that
0: every parent had to go through, and and they think their kids should have to go through it too, right?
1: (laughs) That's right. Dissect a frog. Make this happen.
0: (laughs) You need to do this. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, can you? I I, my question here is: What are the guidebook and act? Uh, accredi- accreditation, yeah, accreditation, books, book. yeah, yeah. booklets, and because I think what I'm I'm really wanting um, is to know like can you explain to the the moms how the series works because I think that's important like what what are the components um, because yeah. I know that I looked at it and I was like okay I'm looking at this it, it seemed to be like there was this. Conscious effort to keep it within a doable time frame every day. So yeah. it wasn't overwhelming. So can you explain exactly. to how how it works?
1: Well, it originally there was no guidebook or accreditation book. I just did the films because I thought they were fun and I thought everybody's gonna right. I just imagined mom sitting down there putting this in the DVD player and just going, Well, isn't this wonderful? And yeah. Then I realized that there was, you know, moms had more on their plate than just isn't this wonderful. They had a lot of them in different states um, Mm -hmm. because we finished this just after we started it just after it became legal in all 50 states. Oh, wow. Um, So there's a lot of moms out there that don't live necessarily in, you know, a state like Idaho where it's like, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to do, that's great with us. Some of them are, you know, they're way more constrained and you you have to prove to us that you're a worthy mother. Right. And, um, so we had a lot of questions is the, here's the question that we get all the time, you know, uh, is it, uh, can I get a credit? Is this accredited? And, mm-hmm. uh, so we had to, I had to deal with this. And I went, Oh my goodness, moms need a workbook to go with this so that when they mm-hmm. sit down, they, they, they can follow along in the film. And then there's, um, tests at the back so that they, so a mom can go, okay. Here's, here's 20 questions. Yes. They, they, they know the material. Right. And then there was this, uh, the so I did the guidebook and that's, and that was a lot of fun and put that together, put the quizzes together. That was great. And then there was this question about, is it accredited? And boy, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I thought, by who? And <laughs> The reality is there's nobody accrediting homeschoolers, much to the consternation of many uh, government officials who would very much like to have to have us accredited. Mm -hmm. You know, that's one of the advantages to homeschooling. Nevertheless, there is this sense in which is this sufficient? And so what we found was that generally in accrediting institutions, uh, you get a credit if you've worked about 130 hours on Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. So you'll get one credit for that. So based on that sort of uh, standard, we built the accreditation book, divided it into a typical homeschooling, a fall, winter, spring, and made this so that you had labs that went with the biology, chemistry, physics, and general science. Um, But the labs, I intended to make the labs something that you didn't like. There's no microscope in biology. Because you can't open up the junk drawer generally and find a microscope sitting in there. Right, right. I was looking once again for conceptual labs, labs that made sense in the home that you could generally find just the stuff that's hanging around here and- and and make that happen. Now, in physics, obviously, I have a couple of things that require these special neodymium strong right, magnets. Right, right. But if you don't have that, but everybody's got Amazon, or if you don't right. want to, you just skip on ahead. And it's not one of these things that you die in the accreditation book. We make it very right. plain that this is something that is to be done at the pace of your family, mm-hmm. of your individual students, mm-hmm. of you, and You can just skip a part if you like. Why? Because you are really the accrediting institution Mm. of your own
0: home. I love that. I love that. That is so, so, so good. And I think so many homeschooling parents, especially there's a lot of new homeschooling parents out there, and they're still trying to wrap their heads around or haven't even been exposed to the freedom that comes with homeschooling, understanding that you are now in charge and- this is a good thing. And it doesn't mean necessarily that you're going to teach your kid every single thing. For instance, I did not teach my kids high school science, obviously, but I was responsible to find the resources that were a good fit for our family. And those big old thick, heavy textbooks, like your wife mentioned, were not a good fit for us. All of us just shut down it's the second we held those things in our hands. And I knew that, you know, So especially by the time our oldest was in high school. So as I looked over like the requirements and the oh my goodness, like they can pretty much for the most part, do most of this on their own. They're not going to need me, which is great because I think by high school, that should be the case. They shouldn't need me for much. if That's the idea. Yes. And so you made that so understandable, you know, in the, in the guidebook and everything else that they could just follow along and do it. It also built their confidence too. Like I can, I can get through a course on my own without mom's help. And I think that's a super important thing for them to experience in high school. So. Agreed love that someone else is teaching them something, because I think in high school, again, by then, I think it's a great idea for them to have someone else requiring something from them other than me. And right. so just all across the board, you know, it just met all of those needs. And uh, But back to the freedom, I, I love what you said. I, I like to say that we are basically facilitators of our kids' education. So, right. you know, I and that's that's
1: true. If um, mm-hmm. there's a kind of a myth about the government schools, and it's a it's a myth about a lot of experts mm-hmm. that um, somehow when you're a homeschooler now you're responsible for your children's education. Well, you are responsible for your children's education one way or the other. And mm-hmm. if you hand yes. them over to the government schools, that's what you've done. And a lot Absolutely. of people like to say, well, you know, I've I've checked off the box, and yeah, right. indeed you have. But you have. I mean the ramifications of that are huge. Mm-hmm. And also you have uh, you have no idea what's happening there generally. And mm-hmm. it's not that every government school has got is, is is bad. They've all got their issues, but they're certainly not going to have the care and concern over your children that you have. There's mm-hmm. no absolutely. way that anybody's going to care about your children like you do. Nobody. That's
0: absolutely right. That's absolutely right. I I know our son said, um, you care more about your child on your worst day than a teacher does on their best. And he wasn't diminishing the value of a good teacher or that there are good teachers out there. He was just basically saying, like you said, these are the facts. That teacher does not yeah. love your child no. nearly as much as you do. They're not invested in their future like you are. They don't care to the degree that you do. And so why wouldn't we be the best to... People to facilitate our kids' education, and you're absolutely right. We are always responsible for our kids' education. If we send them to school, we are still responsible for everything they are taught. We have not passed that on to somebody else. In God's eyes, Um, we may in our own minds like to think that, yeah, but that is not the case. And so I love that, and you know I think that's really actually a great place to close. And I'm. Super grateful that you are here today, and appreciate all that you've done and are doing. And I would love for you to share with the moms um, ways that they can connect with you and find the One Hundred and One Series. And I will include links in the show notes.
1: Oh, that's great. Um, uh, you know, just the, the 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 web is the best way. And so, mm-hmm. if you just go into any Google search, the T H E One Zero One Series S E R I E S or just 101 Series Science, 101 Series West, you'll find okay. our website. And um, everything that is available on our website is also generally available, especially the DVDs. Uh, lots There's lots of um, favorite curricula uh, providers out there that people mm-hmm. like, that they order their stuff. And almost all of them right. carry our films. And so you can, right. you can find it there and you can find it at the 101 Series. And there's a little button there about how to Uh, correspond with us. And uh, so the web is probably the best way to get hold of us.
0: Okay. Now I have one last question. Do you have um, uh, streaming or downloads or anything or only DVDs?
1: Uh, we, now we have stream. We've had streaming for probably two years now because okay. okay. that's just the way life is going. So that's another yeah. option.
0: Yeah, I just thought uh, we've talked a lot. Of, we've we've mentioned DVDs a lot, and I just wanted moms to know that streaming might be an option for them. And I yeah, I love that idea too. So wonderful. Okay, well I'm gonna just. Uh, well, would you mind closing in a word of prayer?
1: That'd be great, Duran. Thanks. Okay, thank you. <sighs> Lord, you are good and what you do is good. And we thank you for this great country and the opportunities we have here, the freedoms we have here and the, um, paralleling responsibilities. Thank you for all of these homeschooling moms who are taking on this huge responsibility Mm. of educating the next generation, not only for their sake, but ours as well. We thank you especially Lord for the Bible in our own language and all the brave people that made that happen for us. Mm -hmm. I pray that we take advantage of that. Pray that we are all courageous as Christ was courageous. Thank you for these courageous moms and for the work that they do. And we give you thanks in your son's name. Amen.
0: Amen. All right, moms. Lastly, I want to share with you a resource that you can decide uh, if it would be a good fit for your family. Um, It is classical conversations. Are you concerned that your child's current education won't give them the skills necessary to succeed in every area of life, consider homeschooling with Classical Conversations. By ap- applying the classical Christian model of education, the Classical Conversations curriculum encourages students to learn how to learn and how to think for themselves so they can adapt to every challenge life throws at them. You can join the over 50,000 families and in 50 countries who have chosen to educate their children with Classical Conversations and visit classicalconversations.com slash classical classicalconversations.com slash Dorinda. And I will leave a link in the show notes. Have a great day, moms.